Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Go Independent. Welcome to the show. So today I'm excited to introduce you to Chris and Gay Holbrook, who after almost 40 years of grocery management experience, they both decided to take a chance on Grocery Outlet. Now, what's interesting about this episode is we get into this risk and reward of being an independent operator or an entrepreneur. The idea that if you take on some risk, there is a possibility of you getting a greater reward, which is different from our careers in corporate America, where you take very little risk and therefore very little reward. So let's cue the intro and I hope you enjoy the show. From Grocery Outlet, this is the Go Independent Podcast, a show about the retail mavericks who quit their corporate jobs to run multi-million dollar grocery operations on their own terms. I am Marcos Mora. Welcome to the show. Okay, so Chris, tell me a little bit about your career prior to Grocery Outlet. Well, Gay and I have been in the grocery business all our lives. I always joke about when you look at a resume I would have, it would say previous experience, it would say none. So I started in the grocery business when I was 15 years old. We did have a retail business, produce business that we owned for a little over 20 years. And Gay has worked for a couple of food brokerages and she also worked for General Mills. So it's it's been a family, the family business has been grocery forever. Exactly. Uh, in fact, Gay's dad was a Albertson store manager and then was a buyer until he retired. You did actually own your own business uh, for a period of time there in your career. What was that like? It was great. It was a lot of work. And that's one thing that I think prepared us more for this type of a situation because we had a little bit better appreciation for what it was to run your own business. Doing these podcasts has just been kind of fun because I feel like I have an honorary degree in grocery management, <laughs> you know, because I get to talk to you guys so much. Mm -hmm. But every one of you guys always tells me that, you know, and, and every one of you guys have these amazing grocery careers, you know, you're the best of the best in, in grocery management. But I, all of you said that when you first heard of Grocery Outlet, you thought that there's no way. This, this is too weird. This is too crazy. Sounds like it can't be true. Was that the case for you when you first heard of the Grocery Outlet opportunity? Well, since we were from Utah, we had never had even heard of Grocery Outlet. I had a friend who was a supervisor for Kroger Corporation who was looking into it. But then he found out that he'd have to relocate. He wasn't up to, up to that. And he, uh, he's the one that introduced me to it. And so when we first started looking at it, we had no idea what it was like. So it was, you know, it was an interesting learning experience just to even go to our first one. We drove up one day on the Super Bowl Sunday to the Twin Falls store. And that was our first experience. No way. Yeah. That was the first one because you, mm -hmm. you had never, yeah, because the, the, it's not in Utah yet. And so you had nope. never heard of a grocery outlet. So you drive up there. And what year was this? Uh, it would have been in 2015 or 16, probably 16. Yeah, 2016. 2016. Mm -hmm. And so you walk in and what was that experience like? Well, it was an interesting experience because the gentleman who'd been there, he was getting ready to retire anyway. He was been in the grocery business for a long, long time, but he would not say all he had was he was very, very positive about everything. And that's the one thing that when we went around looking at other stores, everybody was so positive. It was, I, they were recruiterized with. I turned to him and I said, so where's all the bad people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Where are every, you hiding the bad people? Yeah. Because everybody was so positive. They'll always tell you a little few bad stories because there's always bad stories, but everybody was so upbeat. It was, I honestly, you know, kept saying, where are, there's got to be some bad guys somewhere, but I didn't, I haven't met them yet. 
I love the fact that you had the entrepreneurial experience. So try to explain to me if I've been at Albertsons for 30 years, if I've been a Kroger guy, what is the difference? Try to explain that to me where I've been in the corporate grocery my whole career. It's a completely different business model than what you're used to. Product used to come in, you paid a certain amount for it, and then you had to sell it out. But on this one, Grocery Outlet allows us the opportunity to sell their product. And at the end of a 13-week period, if we've made money, then we both have done well. It's almost upside down from what I was raised in. And it's such a great business model that when we started, even though we've got a million years experience in the grocery business, we know how to sell groceries. We didn't know how to do it the grocery outlet way, but it, it's set up that even old people that were set in their ways like Gay Night could actually do it. <laughs> right. and, and we've been, in my opinion, you know, rather successful. Once you did go through, through training, well, actually, let me back up. So let's go back to you do that store visit, mm-hmm. you learn about the, the system, and then what was the process from the time that you started thinking, okay, this could be for real, then walk me through from there all the way to opening your store. Because it is a process, right? It doesn't happen overnight, which a lot of folks in corporate, you know, when they're switching jobs, they go, you know, one week they're working for Kroger and then the next week they're now running a Walmart. So it's fast. Not so much with grocery outlet. Can you take us through that progression? Well, there are no guarantees. And that's the one thing that, that's interesting. And like I keep in, you know, I, I like to kid about the fact that we're old, but I, we were looking at a, about three different options at the time. To back up a little bit, the gentleman who we leased our, leased our business from, he wouldn't renew our lease and wanted me to come work for him, which I did. Oh, this was when you guys owned the, yeah. uh, our, the, our the, the what, what kind of a store was it? No, that was interesting. It was an independent grocery store and we leased the produce floral section out of it. Interesting. It's an interesting. And then another gentleman had the meat in Delhi. Another gentleman had the meat. I mean, sorry, had the bakery. And then, oh, wow. Okay. So he eventually wanted all of us to work for him because he could see how much money we were. We were all doing really, really well. So it was you know, an interesting thing. All he was getting was the lease payment and not all the revenues of exactly. the, uh, the merchandise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Can't blame him, right? Uh, you know what? And, and we went to work for him and he paid me more than, than he should have, but it just wasn't fun anymore. So we started looking for other yeah. options. My daughters lived in San Diego and um, they both were getting married and planning on families. And my wife, one night said to me, let's just do the grocery outlet thing and see if we can be with the girls. So we took a great big risk, a a big gamble because there are no guarantees and they're in San Diego and there aren't a lot of stores in San Diego. But both of your girls uh, ended up in San Diego. They went away to school in California and never came back. So so we had to go find them. Hey, it's all all you, all you Utahns Mm -hmm. are coming to California and changing California. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's actually but, the other way around. It's all those Californians are going to Utah and, and uh, changing Utah. Yeah, but it was but it. And I'd like to say that um, everything worked. Everything could not have worked out any better than it did. No kidding. Us. So that was the drive. And, and mm-hmm. so you wanted to be close to the girls. And uh, but there was no guarantee that you would get San Diego. No guarantee. So how'd you guys, how'd you manage that? Well, that's what was interesting. We trained for seven months up in Azusa. California, which is in LA County. And we were able, we were able, able to work at a bunch of different stores. We worked at Paramount. We worked at, for a couple of weeks, we worked in Compton for a couple of weeks. We worked at Whittier for a week. We uh, worked at Baldwin Park twice. And so we got wow, to work. You uh, saw a lot of population demographics in, in yeah, your training. Exactly. That is and, interesting. Fascinating. And then there was a little, we were on a conference call one time 
and uh, this little thing, a little bar came across it. There was a store at Allied Gardens that was available. It was coming up, and then it went away. So I, but I took a screenshot of it. It was funny. So I went and did some research and found out there was a store coming up in, in San Diego. And it just so happened yeah. that my one daughter lives three miles to the north of us. The other daughter lives uh, four miles to the west. Oh, my gosh. So we were able to put in for it. We got the store. And I always tell everybody, when you look outside and you look at the stars and they're aligned, they were aligned for Gay and I. You're not kidding. Now, for somebody who just heard that you quit your position and you go training for seven months, that's also not a very common thing. You usually just go from job to job to job and you just start working there. Why a seven-month training protocol? Well, typically, I guess, I, in fact, you mentioned Tom. I remember sitting in, in a grocery outlet university, and, and Tom said the average was 7.9 months. In my mind, as good as I think I am, I thought, you know, two or three months, I'd be there. Right. We were waiting for the right store to apply for it, and uh, we worked really, really hard. We took a really cushy lifestyle in Salt Lake and moved to LA and lived in a little two bedroom apartment. And right. you know, we weren't making much money as we were training that kind of stuff, but everything, everything that we risked has been rewarded. Yeah. That's fantastic. And for those of you guys who, who have not, who don't know Tom McMahon yet, as you go through uh, the recruiting process, uh, Tom McMahon, uh, what is, what is his uh, title now at uh, grocery outlet? Executive vice president. Yeah. Great guy. Great man. Uh, he was actually my boss at one time in my life, and and he's a good friend of mine. But you know, it's, what's interesting is is that whole entire team of uh, you guys and the leadership team there. I've just been so impressed with. So now you finish your training, you get the store. What was it like when you opened it up? We took over an Albertsons. Oh wow! It was built in 1959. It's still stamped in the concrete out on our front uh, patio. Really? Yeah, and it had been closed for two and a half years. And the community did not want us here. They wanted uh, Trader Joe's, or they wanted a Sprouts, or they wanted something high end. Sure. Yeah. And uh, there was a little bit of a pushback because they weren't really aware of what was going on. So Gay and I spent every free minute we had and i hate to exaggerate but we spent a lot of time out in the community getting ready before the store opened so everybody knew who we were and when we opened up it just opened up crazy and it's just it's been increasing since then it's a whole different experience when you open up but when you do open up and you take over a brand new store you your staff is brand new right everybody uh, gay and i didn't know everything that we needed to know when we opened up and it was a huge learning curve and we worked Everybody said you're going to work harder than you ever worked in your whole life. And I always laughed at that because I've always worked hard, but we worked right. harder than we ever had in our whole life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly true. Tell me if you think this is right, Chris. I think one of the problems or one of the, the, the issues when you go from a corporation to running your business, right? And even though you have this great partner in Grocery Outlet, it's still, you know, running your business. You're working harder than you've ever have, but also psychologically, you're now in charge of everything. So- the decision-making that did not used to lie with you in corporate America on certain things now does. And that is somewhat taxing for the entrepreneur to go from, you only have, you know, 90 degree view of the business and the corporation has the other 360. Now you've got 360. Do you think that that's part of it? It's not just how hard you're working, but also psychologically, the fact that you're making all of the decisions now. Well, it's interesting because whenever... We, I've worked in the grocery business. We worked for independent grocers. And so by doing that, 
you get exposed to marketing and selling and and labor and um, purchasing and um, that's true. You had that compared to your Albertsons brothers and sisters. You did have that exposure before. Yeah, exactly. And then when we opened up our own business, I mean, we were totally on our own. And um, somebody said, well, "How come you were so successful?" And I said, "Well, we couldn't afford to fail <laughs> because we had no other options." Yeah, that's right. I think as an independent operator, you're more open to new ideas too, because you'll try anything. And if it doesn't work, quickly move on and try something else. And you have the latitude to do that, right? As opposed to in a lot of corporations, you're not there to try stuff. No, you're there to implement what they're asking you to do, where when it's your own, that's right. you get to implement what you think might work. And I also wanted to touch on what you said that when you guys first opened it, that you spent 10 hours, 24 hours a day doing a lot of the PR and the community outreach. And I see that as a cool benefit because I, I know that that doesn't exist, right? If you take a brand new Walmart or if you take a brand new Smith somewhere, they're just going to put you in. You're not going to be doing outreach into the community. Was that something that you, I know it was hard work. Did you enjoy doing that? Do you see that as a, a feature of this type of operation? Well, a great example of that is here in Allied Gardens, the first Friday of every month during the summer, they have a free concert. And Grocery Outlet's marketing people had paid for us for a silver a silver sponsorship, whatever that was. It was $1,500. And so we went and set a booth up at the concert. The first, so that would have been the first week in June. We hadn't even we hadn't even moved here yet, so we didn't know what was going on. I bought water to give away because I heard that one of the plumbing companies gave away hot dogs. And anyway, we set the we set the booth up and and we put our banner up, and people came running over to us. When are you open? When are you open? When are you open? That is so cool. And so that kind of group is where we made that first connection. And then the second thing they said was derogatory statements about the local bonds here. But uh, oh wow, really? <laughs> but anyway. So we've maintained that in those concerts. And we had one, the first was the 7th of July here. We had over 2,500 people at the concert that night. Wow. So it, it, so that, that's a great, and it's almost, you know, like first we were rock stars. Now it's like we're just part of the community when we set it up over there. So it's been a lot of fun. That is fantastic. Okay, so uh, tell me the month and year that you guys took over the location. It was um, August 3rd in 2016. So we're coming up on two years. You, you have uh, two years under your belt. So you're done with training. Now you're, you're operating. How do you actually make money? Well, I'm not sure how much I'm supposed to divulge because there are some things that are, you know, the, when you sign your contract, you're supposed to say it. I've agreed to, to give them back, grocery outlet back, a certain percentage of my gross margin. And if, if I make more than that, then we're going to split it. But if I make less than that, then I have to write them a check. There, there is a risk, and there, and you do have to. And um, th there's things that that can come along, like a, a San Diego gas electric bill that you were, you know, that doubled overnight or something, and, and your labor can be extremely high for a certain period because something happened. So you have to be daily on top of what's going on, but. Don't. On the other hand, too, you can make a pretty healthy living. There, there is a risk, and there, and you do have to. And um, th there's things that that can come along, like a, a San Diego gas electric bill that you were, you know, that doubled overnight or something, and, and your labor can be extremely high for a certain period because something happened. So you have to be daily on top of what's going on. But 
don't, on the other hand, too, you can make a pretty healthy living if you do things right. If you do things right. And that's what I think is interesting, right? Is I, I like people to always know you know, go in and, and I, Grocery Outlet does a great job at having the operators. You knew all of that before you, you signed your agreement and you started operating, right? I mean, it's eyes wide open. When there is a little bit more risk, which an entrepreneurial venture and an independent operator venture, you're going to have a little more risk. It's just the way it goes. And usually if that risk is mitigated, ideally, I guess, then the upside can be larger, right? Exactly. If you have a career that somebody's paying your salary and paying all that, then you're not taking a lot of risk and you probably don't have a lot of upside. Nope. It is fun too. And I have, I have a two and a half year old grandson and a two year old granddaughter. And when they actually oh, wow. come in the store and they kind of act like they own the place, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's pretty fun too. <laughs> and they yeah. really do act like they own the place when they're here. Hey, did, did the daughters, I guess your daughters were already uh, out to college when you, when you started the business. I know that a lot of the kids uh, and family members end up working at the stores. You guys didn't have that opportunity, right? Well, actually my one daughter, she has a degree in um, fashion design and merchandising and she was running a D David's Bridal and she came to work for us. She did. And um, yeah, so that, that, was a that was the greatest decision we ever made. And that, I, we always laughed because she came to work for me and she knew who I was. So that I think shows bad judgment on her part. But uh, <laughs> my, my other daughter, she's uh, in a, a, the teaching. Um, she, she teaches chemistry at a uh, charter high oh, school wow. in, in town. So. Bless her heart. My, yeah. my boys are uh, uh, 10, 9, and 7. And uh, I don't envy the job these teachers have of, of teaching these little boys. Well, she, um, she does a great job. So then she really enjoys it. So it's been good. We're coming up to the end here, but I want you to just talk about for anyone who's looking at the grocery outlet opportunity, what is your advice for them? It is a lot of work, but it's also very rewarding. And there are systems that are in place that if even somebody as old and dumb as I am can be successful, then you can be successful too. And that's what I, lo I love to say, because we really were not prepared for what we thought we were going to do, and it worked. So the systems are in place, and it is a lot of fun. That's great. Do you feel like you have the freedom to decide when you go see your daughters, when you travel, what you do? Is the time really yours? Um, the time is there, and um, I'm, try <laughs> I'm trying to learn how to use it more wisely uh -huh. if, and, and that's all on me is what it is but we just um we're gonna get personal here again gay and i just celebrated 40 years of marriage no way last sunday so we took four days off and went up to yosemite park and had a wonderful wonderful time well congrats 40 years yeah you guys you guys got married as a teenagers well uh, she was she was 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 My, you know, we, we share that. I was 24. My wife turned 20 on our wedding day. What? That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Silly. But it, but it, like you, it sounds like, uh, it, and I, I always, I always say this. I think we got lucky because we didn't know each other that well. How long have you had you known gay when you guys got married? Not very long, less than a year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same with Caroline and I, we, we, we knew each other for a year and we just got lucky, you know? Yeah. What is the secret to 40 years? And um, I know I that, think, I think, isn't Gay right there next to you? Yes, she is. She is. I, so this better this better be good, Chris. I, I think the secret the secret is, is her being tolerant of me. <laughs> <laughs> find, find uh, Mary above you and make sure she's uh, tolerant. Is that is that the secret? Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Well, listen, I really appreciate you joining us for this, this podcast. Thank you for taking the time. I know how busy you guys are. Congratulations on the success. But more than that, that's all the stuff we talked about. Baloney, what's really I want to congratulate you on is that 40 years and that, that wonderful family of yours. Well, thank you very much. And like I said, things could not have worked out any finer than they have. It's been wonderful. Chris, thank you so much. Thank you. If you want to find out more about becoming an independent operator with Grocery Outlet, head over to ownagrocerytoutlet.com. Again, that's ownagrocerytoutlet.com. You can also follow us on Facebook by searching Grocery Outlet Operators. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you know someone who might enjoy it too, go ahead and share the episode via social media, email, or just tell them, hey, you should check out the Go Independent Podcast by Grocery Outlet. That should work. For future and past episodes, you can subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcast. And while you're subscribing, it would mean the world to us if you leave us a review. I'm Marcos Mora, and you've been listening to the Go Independent Podcast by Grocery Outlet.